everybody. Welcome to Strip Search, the comic strip podcast. And we are not in some dank little studio today, are we, Dave London? We are not. We're in a very wide open room. That's right. We are at the Boston Kids Comic Fest at Pine Manor College in Chestnut Hill. I'm Pete Chianka with Dave London, as always. And it is uh, April 27th? We probably should know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is the date of this wonderful affair. And we are here recording our podcast in the midst of the exhibitor room where more than 30 uh, cartoonists and illustrators are showing their wares and selling and talking. And there's workshops and panels and lots of stuff going on here today. And we're very excited to be here, aren't we, Dave? Incredibly excited and honored to be not only doing our podcast, but also exhibiting as well. That's right. We are here with our comic strip pet peeves. We have our new book out. Um, and maybe we will sell one or two. <laughs> we'll see. Day is young. But we are going to be taking a walk around later and meeting some of the people who are uh, behind this great event. We uh, recently saw a bunch of superheroes walk by. She-Hulk is here, a couple of other uh, famous people. And we'll be able to sort of fill you in on what's going on. So stay tuned for more of Strip Search, the comic strip podcast, live on tape from the Boston Kids Comic Fest. Okay, everybody, we are here with Jonathan Todd, one of the co-founders of the Boston Kids Comic Fest. We've spoken to him many times, and, you know, we're here about midway through the day. How's it going? I'm very impressed. I mean, the, the, the main organizers, Nina and uh, Liza, I'm, they did such an amazing job. It's um, I see families enjoying themselves, and, and that's, to me, that just shows the, the success of it. Just people yeah. having a good time. Yeah, just like, like it's simple. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's like exactly. people are having a good time. Do you have so, a sense how the crowd compares this year versus last year? Is it too early to tell? Um, I think it's more. I heard that the parking lots are full. I, unfortunately, I think some we had to some panels were like over full, and so some people had to be turned away because there weren't any more seats. Yeah, that, that's a good yeah. problem to have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. No, I, I mean we we've been seeing it all day. We're in sort of a central location here at the uh, exhibitors section and just you know a lot of smiling families so some some tired kids we just talked to a couple of kids came straight from soccer their soccer game right here you know we got she hulk walking by their squirrel girl is here so yeah it's really, it's really something. how do you find it's working with the multiple locations because last year it was in a more condensed situation yeah, yeah, yeah. right here we have a uh, multiple college buildings how's yeah. that going well i i did i've been really impressed by the signage all those little yellow signs that kind of like follow the yellow brick road and they seem to be effective i mean i've been trying to help people out when i can you know i think it's good for kids to get out and walk and it's a nice day so people are finding their way and a lot of helpful volunteers in blue shirts so i think it's it's good to have the space especially on a nice day yeah um and then it just makes it feel just not crowded you know so i think it's it's going well yeah no it's it's nice and spread out you don't feel like you're cramped and i see you know i see a ton of people talking at least to the exhibitors and you know buying books and talking about what they do which is sort of even more important because you want to inspire the kids you know who are interested in comics and are interested in cartooning themselves this is a chance to actually talk to people who do it which is which is great so we will definitely catch up with you again see how the day is progressing but thanks for stopping by for a few minutes thanks for being here guys yeah pleasure I'm a big fan of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. 
All right, everybody, we're back at the Boston Kids Comic Fest with Liza Haley, one of the main planners and organizers of this event, and you, you, you are probably exhausted. Am I, am I correct? Well, it, it's I can only to, imagine. It's good to sit down right now, but I'm so pumped. Like, you cannot believe how pumped I am right now. I'm just, I cannot believe it's, like, such great energy here right now. It's oh, great. yeah, it's terrific. Yeah. yeah. I mean, were you, were you nervous going into a different venue, bigger, you know, new location? Well, we, there's two things. Like, generally, I'm not a pessimist. <laughs> I'm very optimistic, but I also, I have created, I've um, coordinated a lot of events before, and you never know. You literally just never know. So I'm like... We did the best we absolutely could. We put it our all into it. We had an amazing group of volunteers doing this um, fest this year. It was just, I'm so inspired by all the people and all the energy and time they put into it. And look, it just, it's amazing. It paid off. But I knew it would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's such a family event. I just think that's so key. Yeah. People are looking for this type of thing. You know, there's not enough of it. I agree. And, you know, we did, like, all of the PR, it says, 8 to 12-year-olds. But there's such a range. There's people with baby carriages. People with, like, kids under the age of 6. Clearly, they don't have older kids. But they brought them anyway. And I think they're all having an awesome time. Yeah. That's so great. Have you gotten any feedback from the visitors? Has anyone... Uh... Um, well, yes because I have some really good friends that came from Vermont and they've already done a scribblet workshop and then they went to another workshop and they are so inspired and they met Raul III and they got his book like years ago and didn't know he like didn't make the connection I was going to be here and they were like so psyched to meet him um, so I've gotten that feedback and then I've been sitting at the young artist table most of the day and it's really a wonderful vibe there's been a steady stream of three to five kids selling their artwork and a lot of people are stopping and one of the magical moments at the fest for me so far is that one of our exhibitors has come over and talked to the young artists and like talked about how much she likes their artwork and want give them some tips about panels that I didn't know about making the panel dark on the outside so then you draw your eye in so like it's amazing the energy going back and forth between all the different exhibitors Dave, if only you had had this when you were only, when you were yeah. young lad. I know, back when I didn't have anyone at the dark ages. <laughs> well, one one of um, the people who's on the recent grad panel um, brought his comics from when he was in fifth grade, and he has been talking to the young artist who's sitting right next to them about how he wishes he had this when he was growing up. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he said that his teacher would throw away his comics. <laughs> Yeah, teachers. And then no, one of the one them. of the young artists at our table has a teacher who actually has created a booklet of panels for kids, and it's part of their regular writing is that they have to write a comic. That's awesome! Isn't that amazing? And then that's how this kid in second grade sold his work here because mm -hmm. his teacher inspired him to do it. Now that's how you're supposed so to do it. So that's the way it should be, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like it feels like it hit the big time to me. Like you know. Like last last year was the scrappy underdog, you know, and now it just really feels like you know a major. Has, feels has good. the university been uh, good to you? Oh, Pine Manor College has been amazing. They've like you know obviously we've had a million emails. Mina has been emailing back and forth with them a lot, and they've been so responsive. Excellent. Yeah. Thank well, so thank much. you for taking time you. out of your busy day. Yes, we'll I'm be, so excited we'll you guys here are here. If, if you'd like to give us any updates. Okay, yeah, maybe I'll come back with lessons learned <laughs> at Excellent. five. Thank <laughs> you, Liza. Okay, everybody, we are back with Strip Search, the comic strip podcast, live on tape from the Boston Kids Comic Fest. And we are here with 
Andrea Bergstein. Did I get it right? You did. From Scriblet, which is an awesome, like, again, we're, all we've been talking about all day is why didn't they have this when we were kids? <laughs> and this is this goes, I think, right to the top of the list. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about what it is and how it works? I sure can. Scriblet is a free website for kids with writing and illustration tools to really spark their creativity and allow them to create and then publish their very own comic or hardcover book. That's amazing. So then, and so they can order it right there, and they'll. It's not just online. You get an actual physical. That is physical correct. Copy. They can place an order, and within two weeks, it is shipped to wherever they want it shipped to. Mm-hmm. Is it everybody from you know stick figures right up to more talented, more established? It really uh, is things? open to everybody and their own abilities because you can upload drawings that you've done yourself, or you can use photographs. Or you can use Scriblet's illustrative function and pick and click from backgrounds and characters and animals to create your own images from lots and lots of choices. So if you're a, a writer like well, looking at myself, you know we we're we're a, a comic strip team. Dave right. does the drawing. Okay. I do the writing. So if you're someone like me who maybe doesn't have. Uh, quite that level of ability exactly I'd have some options if I just wanted to come up with exactly. it exactly you awesome. can tell the story and look elsewhere for the images <laughs> or you can upload your own images which is great too and do you have a different price range if you want to actually publish the uh, book yeah publishing um, has two choices you can do a comic format which is soft cover but a beautiful glossy um, paper and full color for $16.99 and the hardcover book which also has a beautiful hardcover glossy um, cover with full color inside for twenty four ninety nine. Excellent. And we have gift cards available too, so you can always just check it out, and it makes a great birthday present. And did you start it yourself? I did start it myself. No, and are you an, an artist or cartoonist? No, my background is in marketing, and I worked on kids' products the, my whole career, from Mattel toys to um, Nelvana Animation Studios and everything in between. So I really was talking to kids and moms and dads from the very start. So you just sort of saw you saw a need. Basically. I saw a need with my own kids and with schools, actually. And now we do a lot with teachers and helping classroom publishing projects get off the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's a really quick and easy way for teachers to get the students creating graphic novels or creating stories tied into the curriculum. We had talked to Liza Haley, who's one of the organizers here, um, about how comics, comic books, graphic novels, how they sort of, you know, can lead to all sorts of other kinds of reading. Like they sort of give you an introduction for a kid who maybe is, is not the most voracious reader or is not as interested. But So this strikes me as something you sort of give them an entree into that type of creating. And it leads to other sort of... It's true. There are a lot of reluctant readers out there and kids who just don't feel comfortable handling a whole book. Mm -hmm. And graphic novels are a perfect way to get kids interested in reading and interested by drawing them in with the images. But they learn a lot using graphic novels and you would be surprised how much just by, you know, learning sequencing and learning to decipher the um, emotional reactions on people's faces or being able to combine text and image to create satire. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. Well, thank you so much for taking Thanks a lot for talking with me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Visit scriblet.com. <laughs> okay, we are here with a very special guest at the Boston Kids Comics Fest who's going to tell us a little bit about some of the workshops. What is your name? Evan. And where are you from, Evan? Reading. Oh, Reading. So yeah, you, so you drove a little ways to get here. Uh, what have you done so far? Well, I've been to some workshops. 
And what what did you do in those? Well, first, like, folding it to make a comic. Oh, so you, like, fold the paper, and then when you're done, it looks like a real little little booklet? Yeah, for making comics. That's cool. Was that cool? What yeah, was the topic fun. of your of your comic? Did you did you draw one yourself? Um, not yet. I just folded it. Okay. Probably gonna work on it at home. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of opportunities here for coming up with your own comics and doing your own kind of drawing. And what are you gonna What are you gonna do next? Um, are you I don't, gonna walk around and take a look at some of the comics probably, and things? Probably. Probably. Yeah, but do you, do uh, are you a big fan of comics? Is that why you came today? Well, I do love comics. Yeah. Which ones are your favorites? Like, if you consider like Diary from Wimpy Kid one. Absolutely, absolutely. That's my my. That was my son's favorite. Um, yeah, I love those books. Do you, did you ever read Marty Pants? No. You'll have to ask. Right down here, um, there's a uh, artist named Mark Parisi. He draws. Um, they're called the Marty Pants books, and they're very much like the Wimpy Kids. And I, I think they're even funnier. So you'll have to take a look at those and see okay. if you like them. Tell oh. them, tell them okay. the guys at Pet Peeves sent you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for joking us today, Evan. I hope You're you welcome. have fun. You too. <laughs> take care. Hi, everybody. We are back at the Boston Kids Comic Fest with another special guest from Pine Manor College, the host of the event. We have Meg Carney. Thank you for sitting down with us, Meg. Yeah, thanks for having me. So how did uh, this... Now, we went to the event last year, right. which, which was in a church. Amazing. This is a big step up. <laughs> so how were you involved yeah, in sort of... Yeah, it's such a lovely campus. Oh, oh it's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just... You said it's perfectly suited for an event like this. It is, and the, the weather cooperated, too, because we had all, all that rain yesterday, and now it's lovely outside, the sun's shining, everybody can walk around this, you know, lovely kind of 19th century meets 21st century campus. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. And it's, you know, it's, how many students go here? It's a... The undergraduate program is very small. There's about 400 students. Okay. And I'm the director of the the MFA, Master of Fine Arts and Creative Writing program here. Mm -hmm. It's the only master's program at the college. And we have about 30 students. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And this is an interesting partnership. Like, I admit, uh, you know, cartoonists, graphic novels, you know, this yes. type of thing. Not necessarily what you think of when you think of an MFA program. Um, That's very true. But... but <laughs> We're trying to change that kind of thinking. Yeah? Yes. Um, we have concentrations in all the traditional genres, poetry, creative nonfiction, writing for children and young adults, um, fiction, of course, but we also have a concentration in comics and graphic narratives. Wow, that's amazing. Can you tell us how you got involved with the Boston Kids Comic Fest? Yes. Well, one of the organizers and founders of the festival is Jonathan Todd. And Jonathan is one of our alumni. So it was really Jonathan. He came to our program saying, look, you know, I'm an artist. I know how to draw comics, but I really need help in storytelling. So he got his MFA with us. And, you know, we really focus not only on the art, but on the writing. Mm -hmm. um, and so... By the time Jonathan graduated, Scholastic had already picked up his middle grade graphic novel that he's been working on as a student here, and um, and then he got involved with the Boston Kids Comics Fest, and they met with us, oh, maybe six months ago now, and pitched the idea of having the event here at Pine Manor College, and we said that's a perfect 
partnership. Let's yeah. do it. And, it's, and it is uh, turning out that that was uh, prescient <laughs> because I think it really so. is working out well. Uh, just to, for taking a look around here today, you know, it's a steady flow of uh, crowds coming through, and and I feel like it's inspiring a lot of young potential. Creators I of, think of so too. I've seen so many kids with books in their hands and pencils and you know <laughs> drawing utensils in their hands and everybody seems to be having a really great time. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting what you were saying about storytelling and I was just at the headliners panel um, with the, the headliners from this event and that's one of the main things they were discussing how it's not really, we're not talking about writing and illustration necessarily it's all sort of part and parcel for storytelling how do you move, move the story and how do you do that visually and how you know and as uh, Erica Henderson was saying on this panel you know the, the storytelling doesn't stop when the words end necessarily in a comic or graphic novel so you have to sort of think differently that's right um, yeah it's a real marriage of, of text and illustration and one really relies on the other you know very much as as is the case with picture books too mm -hmm. and that's another concentration that our mm -hmm. students can focus on here mm -hmm. oh, that's great yeah. have, you, have you got any feedback either from guests who are here or people that are running this behind the scenes We've had a lot of people just say, oh, we were here last year, and this is so much bigger and better, you know. Um, some of our guests that we've had uh, at the Solstice MFA program here at Pine Manor are here, like Joel Christian Gill and uh, Marika Makula. So it's exciting to see them again, too, and, and uh, you know, meet some new artists to, who we might bring in as guests ourselves. So. Hopefully we can uh, make this an annual event here in the Boston Kids Coming Fest at Pine Manor College. That would be fabulous. And if someone is interested in learning more about Pine Manor College and about your program yes. in particular, maybe when they visit the website, what's the best the, way to... The website's a, a great way to find out about us. Um, it's www.pineman.com. PMC as in Pine Manor College edu, and if you want to find go directly to the MFA program site, you also go to uh, pmc.edu slash MFA. Well, thank you so much for taking some My pleasure, guys. Today. It was really nice thank to be invited much. to speak with you and, and have a great rest of your afternoon. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Okay, everybody. We are back with another special guest at the Boston Kids Comics Fest. We're talking to Aisha Virgo, who works at Pine Manor College, the host of the event. You're in undergraduate admissions, is that right? Yes, I work in the undergraduate admissions. I am the admissions counselor, one of the admissions counselors there. So I work with first-year students and um, transfer students. Oh, terrific. Well, so I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity <laughs> to tell you that I have a junior in high school Ooh. who is looking around. Oh, right. So what advice do you have if um, for, the, for the high school kids who are trying to figure out, you know, what, what do I want when I when I finally, you know, go up to college? Um, well, looking into a college, I would definitely say you got to know what type of school you're looking for. So that's from size to what major you want to do. Also looking into what the school offers you, looking into what internships they do, what they, how do they help their students for their career path after leaving college, because the hardest thing after college is figuring out what job you want to do. Yeah. So we're here at Pine Manor within six months, our, our students definitely know where they're going towards, even even if it's a master's degree or having a full-time job that's heading towards their end goal career. So that's something to look forward to. And this is a small school, so yeah. I imagine everybody... <laughs> 
sort of feel like they know everybody. Yeah, we definitely have that support throughout throughout the campus. You're going to be networking from beginning to end. So that's something great that our students look forward to because even in admissions, I have students that, you know, that I'm talking to that we build that connection because I'm helping them, you know, get their letters of recommendations, you know, doing the interview. We yeah. require interview here at Pine Manor College, so which is really great. The students oh, okay. really get to tell us more about themselves because you can't see everything about a student just based on, you know, their application. Right. So it's really great to dig deep with the students and just see what their mind is at, what they're looking to get into. Right, and with a smaller class that you're dealing with mm-hmm. and you, you can do that like for bigger schools yeah need everybody individually right which is really great and do you, do, you do the interviews here does everyone come here for an interview or do so you uh, we do it's, it's different for each student sometimes I go to schools to do interviews sometimes students come here um, for further students we do it over the phone we've done FaceTime I've done actually you know on the actual cell phone or you know mm-hmm. office phone so. what's the farthest away somebody has been that you've interviewed um, I've dealt with students that are out the country, so I've done phone interviews for students that like are in like Haiti, you know, Africa. So yeah, <laughs> tell students from all around the world. <laughs> wow. And so, so in terms of an event like this, I know this isn't usually part of your job. Yeah. <laughs> How does this sort of play into the whole college experience and experience that you have of recruiting and? Yeah. You know, so it's definitely exposure. Like these kids are young, but they understand that even at a young age they understand that they're at a college they understand that this is going to be a step in life that they have to take so for them just to have that exposure they're going to remember they're good they they've seen something from pie manor before we had these little gators that the kids were going crazy over so i end up running out of them but i know that's something that they may hold on to for a while so when they do get older they might see the gators and be like hey i had one of those when i was little oh my gosh it was from this school i remember i went to this comic fest and you know little stuff like that will create like a trigger to them I and they will it. remember the name of Pine Manor. So even at a young age, you can always start recruiting yes. from this age. Yeah, you don't necessarily <laughs> think about it, but kids don't necessarily have the opportunity to see a college yeah. campus. Not everybody has one down the street or around the corner where, where you would think to go, or one that sponsors the type of event. Like uh, Dave and I both went to Tufts, okay. and when we were there, they had a kids' day every every year. Do you remember that? That and, is so awesome. Yeah, and they have they have rides and games, and you know, and. <laughs> Two good friends of ours were the Jumbo. The Jumbo is the mascot of Tufts, so they got to wear the elephant suit and show the kids around. That's awesome. And and I remember at the time, the woman around the program saying, gotta start them now, (laughs) thinking about college. College is a good thing. College is something I want to do. Those were kids from Bedford and Somerville. Maybe we're not necessarily... You know, being raised in a family where that was top of mind. Maybe exactly. they would have been the first kids in their family to go. Right. Um, so it got them on that track, and then an event like this is just not the same. Right. It's definitely great seeing all these little kids just around. Wedding. <laughs> seeing that excitement over books is really good, especially in this day and age. Like, I feel I grew up in that time where I understand life without, you know, with all these big gadgets, but I still like the big gadgets because as an adult <laughs> yeah. now, I'm like, you know, taking advantage of it. So to see these young kids still so happy to get a hard copy book yes. and you see them running over to their parents like can I get this one can I get this one it's like oh yay yeah. like you still have that that spark there for books and it's great to see that even though with all this technology they can just read it on their iPads but they want that hardcover copy so yeah. it's nice to see and it's nice to get you know we just were talking to um, a, um, a kid who got a um, 
an autograph and a, and a drawing, um, a, you know, in the front, and he just and he's running around showing it to everybody. <laughs> it's like you know, this is you know, they, you can't get that right. on your iPad. Definitely, so, so well, you can, but then it's really hard to get. It <laughs> Don't use permanent marker. Uh, well, Aisha, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us. Oh. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, so Loving so, this comic book. It looks really nice. Oh, Love the thank you very much. <laughs> the plug. And we're going to send people. We're going to have a link to Pine Manor College Yay. on our website so That's people right. who are interested in learning more can uh, see what it's all about. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank it was you. great speaking with you guys. All you right, guys you take excellent. care. <laughs> All right, so tell me your first name and what you're working on and what your comic's about. Um, my name is Grace, and my comics are, they're about this man named Bill, and he's just really stupid, and he does a lot of stupid things. I would absolutely read that comic. That is awesome. Are you having fun here today? Yeah. Excellent. All right, how about you? What's your name? My first name is AJ, and um, my comic is about uh, some poop that's living and wants to escape a toilet monster. Oh, that's excellent. So it's like an adventure comic. Tell If you could tell me your first name and what, you been, and what you're working on today. My name is Wesley, and I'm making a, and I made a ser- making a series called Folk Tale Comics. This first one is about Slavic mythology. It's about a boy who lives in Minnesota and looks for his bro- missing brother, and he goes into this magical realm full of Slavic mythology and meets all kinds of different gods and goddesses. That sounds awesome. You made that. You came up with that yourself. Yeah, that's terrific. And are you are you selling these today? That's a, I have to buy one. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. All right, everybody, we have come to the end of another Boston Kids Comics Fest. Things are wrapping up here at Pine Manor College in Chestnut Hill, and it was another amazing day. Would you say, Dave? Incredible day. It was. Just the weather was great. People came out, and comparatively to last year, you can just see the, the increase in the crowd. Just the facility is, is a wonderful uh, place to host this. I, I hope they do this for many years to come. And I, I'm sure they will. And the best part is we got through an entire day at a comic convention without hearing one Avengers Endgame spoiler. Well, which is important, of course. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have tickets for tonight. And I have tickets for tomorrow. So I was very stressed that, you know, some kid was going to come up to me and say, Hey, did you know they all died at the end? But they didn't. And so I considered the day a success. And that means you and I can't talk after tonight until you see it. Right. Absolutely. Because, you know, because I know you won't be able to control yourself. (laughs) So so thanks for tuning in, everybody. Make sure to visit us at PetPeevesComic.com, where we'll have a new podcast next month and where you can find three new Pet Peeves comic strips every week and buy our book, Pet Peeves, The Collection. Thanks, everybody.